Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. And it's caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. The game is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those Chiefs? Welcome to the Kingdom Corner here with Andrew and Dale. We're glad you were able to join us. Today we're going to be talking about the recap of the Chiefs and Raiders game. Uh, the Chiefs barely pulled this one out, 30-29. to 29, So we're talking about the Chris Jones penalty, non-penalty, bad calls, good calls. What do we got? But also, we'll be answering this question this episode. Would you trade straight up Chris Jones for Max Crosby? Dale? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 100%. Uh, well, I got my own thoughts on that too. But we, we Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and that may be just a little bit of a teaser. Uh, probably would not because I do love Chris Jones. He's all bought into the kingdom. So uh, we're Andrew and I are going to do something a little different. We're going to probably do two episodes. I know one episode a week was not enough. And so uh, people are clamoring for more. They can't get enough of Dale and Andrew here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do two. Just a reaction uh, real quick. Hopefully we're trying to keep it 15 minutes and then we'll do a look ahead later down the week. Hopefully, probably coming out, what, Red Friday? You think Red Friday would be a good day? Just like, Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, I think I love Red Fridays, and I think that'd be a great thing just to be able to uh, produce. And so uh, let's just run through the game, Andrew. I know you were there, uh, yeah. and people on TV were saying, man, this game, Arrowhead, this was the loudest Arrowhead has been in a while. Would you agree with that statement? I would. I would. I think it's the loudest game that I was there at the game that they set the 142.2 decibel world record. And I'm not positive, but this may have competed with that. And I saw actually a tweet from, uh, I believe his name is Travis Hogan. He's the head groundskeeper there at uh, Arrowhead Stadium. And Uh he wrote something similar to that. And he said, I've been here for, you know, how many years it was. And he says, I have never heard Arrowhead this loud. Wow. I mean, a guy who's been there game in and game out for that many years saying he's never heard that loud showed you how loud that stadium really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, well, let's get into it. And I think the reason why it was so loud, number one, Raiders week. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, everyone hates the Raiders. Uh, in fact, I had someone over my house who was cheering for the oh, Raiders man. during the entire game. And uh, so that person's lucky. I love them. That brings them. me to a lot of questions. One, why would you invite a Raiders singing over, or did you not know until they <laughs> well, showed up? Well, I, the, the guy is my youth pastor at the oh. church, and so I think he he hates the Chiefs, and so he roots for anybody, not the Chiefs, but I love the guy, and so I can't help it. He, he's not, he wasn't really rooting for the Raiders. He just wants to see the Chiefs lose, and I love it when the Chiefs win and bring out the win. But let's talk about why I think the, the crowd was so loud, and it has to do with the uh, call or no call on <laughs> Chris Jones yeah, no doubt. and the, the, the sack fumble, yeah. right? And uh, that really just seemed like – I think that was the changing point in the game. It, woke, it felt like it woke up the Chiefs. And then it woke up the crowd, yeah. and the crowd just was electric yep. the rest of the evening. Uh, they were so loud. You could hear it over the TV and things like that. And so just be able to hear that and see them go through that. So what are your thoughts? Is uh, Chris Jones, was that a fumble, or was that roughing the passer or not roughing the passer? I can already tell you, that's not roughing the passer. I don't care what they say. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation if you don't tackle them and take them to the ground. I know they say, well, full right. body weight on okay. Well. Here's the thing. He had the football because of the fumble in his other hand. How is he supposed to brace yeah. himself in any other way except for just how he's able to land? 
it's maybe the first time in NFL history that somebody's recovered a football and got passing the uh, roughing <laughs> the passer in the same play. Yeah, I don't know. You, I mean, I'm sure you've listened to a lot of sports talk and a lot of things like that. But what is interesting is that he did take the ball yeah. before he landed on Derek Carr. In theory, that should have been a possession. And if you wanted to still call roughing, you could have. And they would have been pushed back 15 yards. So really, you're looking like a 10-point swing yeah. on uh, that, that possession. I mean, the Chiefs could have gone down and scored or they could have kicked a field goal. So let's just say six points to be conservative here. Six point swing where uh, we would have got three more points, they would have got you know zero, yep. and that would have been fantastic. But because of that, they got an extra three points, and so uh, yeah. just I think the league needs to figure it out. I mean, we saw Tom Brady uh, get that call yeah. on Sunday afternoon, yeah, and then we saw I guess last week the same guy that gave Tom Brady the call gave uh, Josh Allen a call that extended a drive that led to points. Mm -hmm. And so we just need to, the league needs to figure it out. Not a good look for them. And we can get into that just a little bit more, but I think this is the, this, the game was the tale of two halves. And so let's just run through, let's run through the game. Uh, I'm glad you were boots on the ground and had eyes on the field. Quarter number one, uh, at the end of the quarter, they were down 14 points. So tell me what you, what were your thoughts? Even being there in the same, watching that first quarter, I'm thinking, where is this offense that we saw so dominantly last week against the Bucks? What and my main thought was the offensive line. In that first quarter, especially, they were doing nothing. They couldn't block to to run the ball. They couldn't block to pass the ball. Every snap, Patrick Mahomes has something in his face, and every snap, Max Crosby was involved. That guy was a menace. They could not stop him. They couldn't figure out how to stop him or even somewhat neutralize him and every play seemed like he was in the backfield doing something disrupting whatever play we had planned so at the end of that first quarter now me and you both been to some games where we've seen the Chiefs down a lot you know like the Bills playing last year 13 seconds left you know and so we've seen (laughs) some crazy comeback and so I wasn't doubting the Chiefs at this point but I'm still thinking what are we doing this reminds me a lot of this Colts game that we were not able to pull back in yeah, yeah, and so I knew exactly what was going through your mind. I knew you were just getting quieter and quieter and quieter. You're not wrong. And, You're uh, not wrong. <laughs> everybody's everybody around you, like, what's what's wrong with that guy? Why is he getting quiet and quiet and quiet? And so, yeah. uh, and so you're just processing, and I love it. And so, uh, my thing was the defense. The defense was so dominant, uh, not dominant, but just stood out to us in the beginning. And they, they, they forgot where they were at. The offense, same. I think you touched on it. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't get anything going. I think uh, Mahomes had something like 30 yards in the first quarter. 30 yeah, yards. That's crazy. That's, un- that's unreal to me. You know? and, so, and the defense couldn't stop the run or the pass. We came in as the number one defense against the run, right? And yeah. I'm here, see, I got it here somewhere. And we gave up 155 yards rushing in this game when we were only averaging like 64 uh, a game. So, I mean, that's, that's crazy. So that's going to hurt our average for sure. Uh, I thought I thought the, the whole first quarter, the penalties, the yeah. uh, pass interference just killed us. Yeah. And Rashard Fenton. Yeah, my goodness. I mean. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't see him hit his head at all, but I'm pretty sure he hit his head and he needed to come out for a concussion protocol. <laughs> But have you ever seen a corner? You know, I, I can't wait till you watch the highlights or the, the game recap because I have never, and I don't know what it was like in the stadium, 
I have never seen a corner be so bad when there were man coverage. We all noticed it, it was, right away in the stadium uh, too, and I saw that number twenty seven. Thought Rashad Fenton, that guy. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to hate on any players, but I mean that. No, that, we love the Chiefs. We love exactly, the Chiefs. But Rashad Fenton, man, he is. I'm trying not to say anything negative about the yeah, guy. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the I'm same time, man, that guy has got to step up because he is the low man on the totem pole. Well, he had a big, he had a big pi. Uh, pass interference call on he him. Did. And, you know, that's one of those calls I'm thinking that at that point, we're just rewarding bad plays because in that one, yeah. the ball was so underthrown. Even if he wasn't there, there's no way that guy catches it. But because yeah, yeah. Jalen Watson didn't turn around, the guy just kind of tries to pretend like he's going through him and gets the call. But let's keep going. Yeah. Let's keep moving. I mean, I feel like the defense, they couldn't do anything in the first quarter to save yeah. their lives. Gave up 14 points. The yeah. offense, we touched on it, couldn't do anything. Uh, couldn't get the ball moving. O-line, zero time. Max Crosby was living in the backfield. Chandler was as well. Uh, zero time. And then here we go. We got our new field goal kicker. Harrison Buckner still not yeah. ready. Uh, right? Hey, he lived up to the hype last week. Uh, but this week, missed the field goal. Start off. And so and a, chip, a chip shot. I think it was 37 yards. Missed it. And so, well, um, I want to say one thing to finish yeah. out the first quarter too, though, to add, uh, one of those touchdowns that they had to Devonte Adams was on a fourth down play. Yeah. That was just a huge play that, you know, once again, somebody got beat in it. I won't mention any names, but it's number yeah. 27. That yeah, 27. Talked about. Yeah. 27. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> he got beat again. The Chiefs on that, they're holding them. They're playing well. It's fourth down they go for it. I mean, if they don't yeah. get that, it's a totally different ball game. And I don't even say that about any play, but that fourth down play was huge that they were able to convert that into a touchdown and not just even a first down. So second quarter, they get down so that we had the, the roughing the passer, which, you know, wasn't roughing the passer, should have been. Uh, the Raiders go up 17 points. So 17 to zero with like 9:25 left in the game or left in the first half. Yeah. So I mean, think about that. Down 17 points. A lot of teams could have been just folded. Chiefs don't. They. I mean, we're getting spoiled with Patrick Mahomes. We're getting spoiled uh, with the Chiefs team where they can just come back time and time and time again. And so, yeah, I got a good stat for you on that real quick. So talking about being down. So here's yeah. when I read earlier today. So Mahomes. This year alone, when he's down ten in the second half, is two and zero. Now, the rest of the league wow. is ten and fifty nine. So the other <laughs> side is uh, in his career, Mahomes. That is when he's trailing by ten or more points, he wins fifty seven percent of those games. Brady That's is unreal. second in that category, and he wins thirty eight percent of that. So wow. Mahomes in his career, when trailing by seventeen to zero, he's two and one. Rest of the NFL and in the history of the NFL in those times when they're trailing seventeen to zero, they win six percent of those games. So Mahomes is at sixty six percent. Unreal. I mean, I, I think we know who Patrick Mahomes is, and so I think we said last week let's not let's not take for granted uh, fifteen and what he can do, and so let's enjoy this as we have it and be able to tell our great grandchildren. So here's a question for you about Mahomes then. Is he now, being that he has been able yeah. to come back so many times, is he now considered the greatest comeback quarterback in NFL history? 
I think Mahomes has separated himself from everybody yeah. else. And I think I think you can I think there's a strong argument he's done it like this is the fifth year. There's a strong argument that like he is by far the best. So I think what what's the knock with Josh Allen? He can't he can't win the close games, right? And so that's the knock on Josh Allen. Uh, Patrick Holmes, time after time, uh, wins these close games. And so it's wild to think about because Mahomes is in the Chiefs. Mahomes and the Chiefs are almost better when they're behind than if they're ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's crazy to think about too. Uh, and so that that's wild. But consistency is one of the biggest things. Like, you know, we saw his first year. Yeah. I mean, he blew stats out of the water, but we're like, okay, let's see him do it again. And so he has. He's done it time and time again. So uh, Chiefs are down 17 with 9.25 left in the second half. And they get the ball, and you kind of just felt it. Like, I was sitting there uh, talking to my friend who was rooting for the Raiders. I'm like, hey, listen, they're going to score, and then they're going to get the ball at half, and they're going to score again. And then, you know, and I'm like, then they're going to cut it down to three. And then that's going to be fantastic. But they surprise. So they get the ball and they start moving the ball. And I think Jerry McKinnon. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how what this guy has to do to get more time on the field. Yeah. Get the ball handed more. But every time he hand, is handed the ball or thrown the ball, he is making plays. And he gets a 30-yard run uh, that I think really sparks and energize the, the team. And I think it was – it was a long, a long distance to yeah. go, and he got the first down, and they yeah, keep that moving. Was either second or maybe third down, but it was like second and seventeen, and he's able to pick up about thirty yards. And then, then the next play, they hand it off to him again, and he gets yeah. 10, uh, 10 yards. And so they start moving the ball, and then we see the first Travis Kelsey touchdown, uh, and gets seven points. Yeah. And so we're on, we're on the, we're on the, uh, we're on the board. And then after that, the Chris Jones sack happens. Awful yeah. time. Should have been the Chiefs ball. And I really think Chris Jones would have scored on that play. I think he could very well have scored on that play if they don't blow it dead and they just let it play out. Uh, but they blow it dead, roughing the passer. Fans get into it. They give up three points. So now they're down 20, uh, 20 to 7. Uh, and you think, like, I don't know. I forget how many seconds were left. I think 27 seconds were left in the – or maybe it was 21. Something like that. And like, well, there's there's no way the Chiefs are going to get a field goal. And what do they do? And you mentioned it earlier here in the second quarter. They get a 59-yard field goal uh, to cut the lead down to 10 going into halftime. And so that's just incredible. And so as they come out in the third quarter, you knew the Chiefs were going to score. And that's exactly what they did. And 87 gets their touchdown uh, in the third quarter. And I think – Right from the start, you saw the O-line play so much yeah. better. Credit to the Chiefs in the halftime adjustments or the second quarter, in the middle of the second quarter, they started making adjustments. I had the feeling that they were going to figure it out and like make it competitive, but it's just we can't take it for granted, man. We can't. Uh, it's yeah, so good. Once uh, Mahomes and that offense figures out what you're doing on defense, you better hope your, your offense as the opposing team can keep up what they've been doing because if not – you're going to yeah. get into a situation like you did last night where Mahomes is just going to go ahead and run the score up on you and keep going, uh, and you're going to be playing catch-up then, even though you had a huge lead to start with. So, And even after that Chris Jones yeah. penalty, though, it was so funny because uh, the crowd was booing, 
you know, because of the penalty. And I've never heard a crowd boo for such a long – it was like 10 minutes of real time or longer. And every time that the refs were about to talk or even just during the play, before the play, they were just booing the entire time. And it was hilarious. So I can't wait till you watch the broadcast because – and I know you like watching the yeah. full game. But there is a time where the ref calls a penalty. He, I think, is fearful for his life. He is quivering. His lip is literally quivering because I think he's scared to make a call. And it was because the fans were so irate with him and what he did uh, against Chris yeah. Jones. And uh, I, hope the, I hope the league figures it out. Because we don't. Let's just talk about this. We don't want what happens to, a, to happen right. to anybody yeah, else, exactly. right? Exactly. We don't. We we don't want quarterbacks to be hurt. We don't want Aaron Rodgers to get hurt. We don't want Tom Brady to get hurt. We don't want Pat. We don't want uh, you know. We don't want these high level quarterbacks. Yeah, we want to get everybody hurt. on every team to stay healthy the whole year. You want to play everybody at when they're at their best, not when they're at their worst. You want to show the world how good you are, and you don't want to play a team that's only half there. Well, Baker Mayfield or something like that. You know, I mean, just to throw an example out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, what was funny. I was talking, uh, maybe I heard it. I don't know. I was talking to somebody, but, you know, like, what was roughing the passer back in the day? Basically, it had to be about 10 seconds after the ball was gone. Yes. Bingo. It had, the ball had to be gone. And then and you not hit just the guy. Gone, but gone for a long bit of time. Because you yes. can throw it, and if, if you can get there within one or two steps, they were not calling that. Yeah. And now roughing the passer is the guy has the ball. Yeah, roughing the passer is now tackling the guy and landing on him. Okay, so back to the Chiefs. 17-20 to 20 is what the score is. And then uh, we get a stop. Uh, and then the, the 87 gets his third touchdown. And this is probably my favorite touchdown of the night. I don't know, second yeah. favorite maybe. That one where he threw where Mahomes threw it and it looked like there was no way that he was gonna catch it. I think it was the third one. But he catches it and just slides in. I'm like, my that is unreal. But this one was so cool because he's running across the field, catches the ball, and then runs back across the field, stiff arming two guys with McCole Harmon with a big block and gets in the end zone uh, eighty seven and gets his third touchdown for the evening. Yeah, I mean Usually, if you can hold Travis Kelsey to 25 yards, you're doing a great job. The problem is he had 25 yards and four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. And uh, I think it was Good Morning Football. They showed a stat, like, guys who had scored four touchdowns with the lowest yards total. And Marvin Harrison was second. And he had 93 yards with four touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah, quite so, the difference there. Well, the Raiders get the ball back, and so at this point, the Chiefs have taken the lead now, 24-20, and uh, the Raiders are driving, but 47 gets a huge sack, and just so timely and so great. Spags, even though he drives me crazy, and I'll tell you why he drives me crazy, is because Devontae Adams is killing us, uh, Josh Jacobs is killing us, and you don't send any help with Rashad Fenton. Like, why is why are you putting these guys on an island? Help them out. You have two safeties. 
help them out. Uh, and I just think like, don't let one guy or two guys beat you. Make the whole, make, make Renfro beat you. Make, you know, someone else beat you than Devonte Adams. Like he is going to beat you. He can beat you. Uh, and so we've talked about that before on the phone and, uh, it's just, it, it's, it's mind boggling sometimes. Like we can see it. I think everybody in the stadium can see it. Everybody on TV can see it. They're like Rashad Fenton and Watson were just getting yeah. killed. And so you just have to like, just make it to a sense where like, Hey, you're not going to beat us. So what do you think? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And especially with somebody like Rashad Finn, who's already been beat several times. Who's already had a pass interference on him trying to cover one-on-one and is still unable to do so. You probably should do something different. Yeah. Especially against a huge weapon like Devonte Adams. But yeah, so Spags go back to that forty-seven. Uh, Harris, I think, is yeah. it Harris? Yeah, Harris gets a huge sack, and we we uh, we shut him down to three. So so it's twenty-four to twenty-three, uh, and we're heading the fourth quarter. And I thought this fourth quarter, where uh, this was interesting, but I thought seventeen McCall Harmon showed up this game. And uh, MVS showed up in this game. And they had huge catches in this first drive. Uh, just big catches. And kept the thing going. Uh, but we get in field goal range. Yep. <laughs> and, I mean, our special teams, right, just can't put it through. Misses the field goal. Yeah. But. It failed out here. But there's yellow on the field. And. I thought maybe the Chiefs were false starting, or I thought, you know, like, maybe, hopefully, hopefully it's an encroachment. But they they called a holding call on, this, on the yeah. defense. And that holding call, and I, I'm sure you saw this too, but has not been called since 2015. Yeah, I, I didn't see that, but that's incredible. This, this, that, so this holding call has not been – so is that a makeup call, first and foremost? I kind of think it is because even watching the replay, I'm like, man, I didn't really see much of anything there. I saw it. I saw it probably ten times, and I still don't know what they're talking about. Uh, so, but they said also this was credit to uh, what's our special team yep. coach Tove. Yep, Dave Tove. Yeah, he he yeah he said they said he probably pointed it out to the referee that they were doing this hold on so that the other guy could get through. Yeah. And so if that's true, then there yep. you go. That they were he just kind of pointed out and say, hey, you need to watch for this. This is what they're doing. Uh, but they get the penalty. Uh, they keep retain possession and they go down. And once you once you know it, that uh, Travis Kelsey scores his fourth touchdown of the night. And uh, now this is so it's thirty to twenty three. This is what I ask you: mm-hmm. Do you go for two, or do you kick the extra point? Well, I mean, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, right? We know that, like, we know the outcome. We know that. I think even so, even in the moment, I thought I would kick the field goal. Simply because, yeah, uh, you're going to be up by eight if you kick the field goal, and it forces them to right. make the two point conversion to even tie it. To where, uh, bingo, all they got to do is kick a field goal. You know, if they score a touchdown and they're tied with you, um, so but they would have to convert a two point conversion, which is much harder on a one chance thing. And so, if it was me, I would have kicked the field goal. That's exactly what I was kind of thinking, and I know we agree a lot on this podcast, and maybe we shouldn't because every TV show I see, there's like a guy and another guy, and they always disagree. Maybe so. <laughs> we should get some some guests on here that disagree with us, I guess. 
Yeah, maybe we're doing this wrong. Hey, I'll get the youth pastor. He can come on, and we can disagree with him. Uh, I'm not wrong so, <laughs> And I know we agree a lot, which I don't think is a bad thing. But I think, like, uh, yeah, I just think the same thing. I think you're putting the pressure. You're putting pressure on yourself that you don't yeah, need to. Absolutely. And I think you put the pressure on them. Like, oh, so you can't just tie the game. Because the – which we're going to get into the here. The, the Raiders tie – I mean, they have a chance yeah, to tie the game. For the win. But they don't. For the win. They wanted to go for the win. And so I think, like, that would have been even better because then you win by two points instead of one. And, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know why they went for two there. But I understand that then if it's nine points, it's not seven. It's a two-possession game. I get it. But I also think I get the fact that, you know, hey, let's put pressure on them instead yeah. of well, pressure the other on thing us. Is, remember a few years ago, the Chargers game, I believe it was a Thursday night game, and we were at that game, and one of the very last plays, the Chargers go for two to win it, you know, and they were able to convert it and, you know, just killed, killed the environment and, you know, just the energy of the crowd because it was just is a da- dagger. Hey, but we still went down on the field and took our picture. <laughs> I don't know if they were looking at the pass, talking about the Raiders here and thinking, you know what, the Chargers did it, we can too, and so – Maybe they thought, you know, yeah, they yeah. give Mahomes any other chances. We want him to, whatever. Well, I, I think that I think you're right there. I mean, the, the Mahomes effect has to take has to be a consideration. Thirty to twenty, thirty to twenty three. Uh, Raiders get the ball. They throw another deep pass to Devonte Adams. He scores. Now it's twenty nine thirty. Now this is where the Raiders are going for two. And I think uh, I don't. Again, I know you haven't seen the highlights, but maybe you saw in the jumbotron. But uh, Reed. I mean, I think he comes up with a huge play. I'm not. I mean, he doesn't make the initial stop, but he comes. I mean, I'm excited for you to watch this. But he comes in on the side and hits Jacobs, uh, and I think it's. I think that's what really slowed them down. They don't get the two point conversion, and so it is 29 to 30. Uh, the Chiefs get the ball, and this is where the Chiefs drive me crazy because I trust Mahomes. And I think his I think his coaches should too, and I think he makes good decisions even late in the game. And I think you just need to stay on that. Don't. I, I, sometimes we can just get too yeah. cute with the let's. And I understand let's kill the clock and let's get as much time off the clock as possible. But we get too cute sometimes with it all, and we don't do things that we normally do. Like that, I don't even know what what that third down play was ridiculous. Where it, I mean, it didn't even look like it was going to work, and. Uh, I just feel like you just need to be aggressive in those situations. Let Mahomes be Mahomes uh, and keep moving the field yeah, and ball down. On that last drive, they had Clyde edwards Elaire in there who was getting shut down and was not effective the entire night. The only running back yeah, yeah, yeah. last night was Jarek McKinnon. And on a critical, yeah, keep giving the ball. maybe the second down or whatever, they're trying to run with Clyde again before that third down. And I'm thinking, yeah. why is – McKinnon not in here. He's the only one that's had success right, right. running the ball in this defense in that night. And sometimes yeah. you have to go with your hot hand. I know Clyde's a bigger guy. Maybe, you know, statistics, analytics, whatever you want to call it, say go with the bigger guy. But Jarek McKinnon was the only guy doing anything running against that defense last night, and they took yeah. him off the field. And I just wonder sometimes why uh... – I mean, I know you have noticed and I've noticed that Pacheco has been getting the ball, I mean, a bunch yeah. so far. 
uh, last night one time. Yeah. And the one time he ran, I don't think he gained one yard. I think it was just no gain. No, he didn't gain any. Uh, I think Clyde gained uh, 15. Patrick Mahomes gained 28. So he outrushed Clyde, which is yeah. okay. And then uh, number, uh, McKinnon had 53 yards with 103 basically total uh, yeah. for the night. And I know I think McCole Hartman had a few yards in there to add on, but uh, just not – I mean, 100 yards rushing, which is fine. Uh, but so the Chiefs aren't aggressive. They have to punt. They give the ball back to the Raiders. And I think probably the biggest play was the no catch. <laughs> so uh, – what were what were your thoughts in the stadium? I mean, did you what did you first yeah, see? I well, mean, when I first saw that, they were running down the field the opposite end zone to where I was sitting, and so okay. I saw them all fall down and the ball being thrown. I thought this is going to be a penalty, and they're going to get the ball down there. And so everybody's cheering, and I'm just sitting there looking for a flag. And I'm looking all over the field. I'm like, wait, no, fl- no flag, no flag. And then all of a sudden, so it took me a second to celebrate with the crowd because I was just sure that because of the angle I was at that they were some penalty, yeah. but I watched back the replay later and I saw that those two guys just collided into each other. So that was fantastic. Our best defender of the night right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was great uh, because I, th- I felt like they were going to yeah. get beat, but that ball nowhere. It was, I mean, Nick Bolton coming in flying in. Uh, yeah. Why do you think the Raiders throw it deep on fourth and one? Because it worked for him before. In the first half, they were fourth and one. They threw it and got a touchdown to Devontae Adams. Okay, and, all right. And I think they knew that Rashad Fenton was going to beat all night long. And yeah. honestly, they hadn't beat again. The problem is they just ran into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if that ball's caught, right? True. I don't know if that ball's, I, I caught. Know if that ball's caught either because of the pressure that Carr's getting on him. But yeah. if the ball is on target – and they don't run into each other, that's probably a touchdown because they had the defenders uh, in the secondary behind them. They had them beat. Yeah, yeah. So this this game was – and the Chiefs ended up getting the win, 30-29. to 29. Yeah. Uh, this offense looked pitiful in the first quarter and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and then not wrong. they kind of turned around. And the defense, I think, only gave up, let's see, nine points. Uh, from the uh, first, from the, yeah, the second half, they only gave up nine points, and so yeah, that's I think uh, Tommy was punting. He was whoo punting the ball like a machine and really good. Uh, I don't think there was any zero return yards on punts, and so that's fantastic. That's what you want. And then when seven, when is seven coming back? Uh, I saw some today that they thought he'd be back this week. I mean. That's not a guarantee, but that's what people were saying. So we'll see. But yeah. we're ready for him for sure. Yes, I mean, hey, I this the, I, I guess we shouldn't take for granted Harrison Buckner. Yeah, uh, as we don't, we don't want to take for granted uh, fifteen. We don't want to take for granted seven. Yeah, uh, because he has been consistent and great for us. So, any other thoughts about the game or anything I missed or anything that you want to just highlight real quick? Yeah, I got uh, one thing for you here. So I came across a stat earlier today of Mahomes' career against the Raiders. So Mahomes against the Raiders in his career, first off, he's 8-1. and one. So okay. he only lost once uh, in nine games. So he has 113 quarterback rating. He averages 320 yards a game against the Raiders. 
He has 26 touchdowns, three intersect, three interceptions, and averages 36 points a game. So those are some pretty good numbers against one team, especially a team in your Great. division who usually plays you pretty well. Yeah, I think the big takeaway from this game is uh, the turning point was with Chris Jones' sack fumble. Yeah. That wasn't a sack fumble. Right. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> that, that lit a fire in the team. It lit a fire in the crowd, and the crowd yeah. just, I mean, they went crazy the rest it, of the game because of that one call. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, so let's go to your question. Would you trade Chris Jones for Max Crosby right now, straight up? I would not. I would not. Yeah. So All right. Maybe you would. And based on last night's performance uh, with Max Crosby, I mean, there could be a very valid argument that you should make that trade. Uh, yeah. Max Crosby, he's in the backfield just about every single play. I mean, uh, yeah. So Travis Kelsey had to chip him, you know, about every play after that and just somebody was always chipping or trying to get another hand on Max Crosby because of how dominant he was. And Chris Jones is dominant in his own right, but he wasn't in the backfield near as much as Max Crosby was. But I still think that there's a big uh, a big advantage to having a guy like Chris Jones in the middle of the defensive line who can collapse the pocket. Oh, yeah. So that's the reason why I would not trade Chris Jones for him because we have nobody else to fill that inside role. Yeah, I think – well, I feel like Chris Jones feels like the kingdom – Right. Yeah, yeah. I think he resonates. I think he is exactly like what the kingdom uh, represents. And so there's no way I'm trading Chris Jones. And he loves Chiefs Kingdom. Uh, he's bought in 100%. Not saying that Max Crosby would not, but yeah. uh, I, I think we, we got a, a great a great guy. And I think we have a great foundation with Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. As long as we can keep those three guys uh, for the next three years. Uh, at least, you know, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. And so. <laughs> All right. Well, you went the opposite direction from what I thought you were going to go from the beginning of the episode. Well, you know, I, we got to keep the fans. We got to keep the fans at, on the edge of their seats. <laughs> That's, That's what we're right. trying to do. That's right. That's so, right. all right. So right. we, we said, I know Andrew and I talked, we said, Hey, let's do two podcast. Let's do two sessions. Uh, instead of one, that way they'd be shorter and people will listen to them. Well, I'm looking at the clock. I think we've gone like 35 minutes, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so. something like that. So we'll, we'll try to do better next time. Thanks for joining us this time in the Keenum Corner. We'll catch you next time.